just us now. Basketball moves to center stage. NFL in our rearview mirror. Super Bowl happened. But the silly season is beginning for the NBA. Trade deadline comes on Thursday. All-star after that. Then the battle for seedings. And we go into the playoffs and see the finals. Hashtag this league. Hashtag round ball roundup. UtahJazz.com. JP Chunga as we'll get into what happened over the weekend and preview for the week ahead for the Utah Jazz. Before we get started, though, I started in sports radio, and when I came in to record the podcast, got a call. So let's go out to line one. You're on Round Ball Roundup. Hey, JP, it's Hidalgo for Mainly. Hello, Hidalgo. What do you got? Yeah, I love the show. I gave a five-star review because you asked it of me. Oh, thank you so much. You sound so familiar. All right, I got a question for you. What's the deal with Mike Conley coming in his starting lineup? I'll hang up and listen. Hidalgo, great question. Appreciate you joining the program. This is something that I'm getting a lot nowadays with what's happening and all the reporting that led to it, the athletic report leading into the game that he was going to be restored into the starting lineup. He got it on Saturday, and for Portland, it was one where it's not going to be a soft landing. Portland's playing amazing ball. Last four wins have been against Indiana, Houston, L.A., the Lakers, and now Utah. They're playing at a level where I'm not sure that Damian Lillard can ever reach. In fact, after the game on Saturday, he said he's never been in that type of rhythm ever in his life. Playing out of this world, Mike Conley. If Utah's going to maximize on their ceiling, you saw this from Tim Bontemps in a tweet this week, if they're going to maximize on their ceiling, they're going to have to do it on Mike Conley's watch. He's going to have to be a huge part of it. The investments there from going out in the offseason, trading for him, doubling down with Boyan Bogdanovich and adding Ed Davis and Emmanuel Moutier and all the moves that they did in the offseason, trading away Dante Exum and upgrading with Jordan Clarkson, There are moves for this team that's built over the next couple of years to go out and go for it. And for Utah to be at that top level, which at the beginning of this year, it was projected that this team would be battling for the number one seed. Justin Termini of Sirius XM Radio picked this team to go to the finals. Well, it needs to be involving Mike Conley. And we ask this of every single guest that comes on Round Ball Roundup. How are you viewing that Mike Conley acquisition, and how can he get back into this team? A huge deal. Is he helping? How is he helping? How can he help more? Things didn't start off great, and there are a variety of factors. You have to consider the human element of moving, being in a different place for your first time after so many years in Memphis, playing with different types of players, and Quinn Snyder, Coach Q, getting adjusted to his new players, understanding which lineups to play. There's an unreal amount of pressure on the players, but there's also pressure on the head coach finding the right combinations to throw out there. So as Utah continues to try and find the right mix, this is going to be the starting lineup. Conley, Mitchell, Boyan, Joe, Rudy. Clean the glass has that group plus 8.6 in the point differential. 121 offensive rating, 113 defensive rating. The offense since Jordan Clarkson has been added, has been one of the top five in the entire league. Defense has been middling. In fact, let's do it. 
Since December 26th, Utah's number one offense, number 14 defensively. Now, if that's the biggest problem for this team, and if we look back on the preseason, what were we talking about? We were discussing how Quinn Snyder has the respect from everybody in the league that he's an elite defensive coach. Well, those are fixable problems. And when you have a defensive player of the year in Rudy Gobert, build an entire defensive scheme around him? Well, again, fixable problems. Utah needs to fix them, and there's no guarantee that that's going to be a given, but there's trust built up in what all these guys have done together to get things on the right plane. Conley last year was averaging a career high in points, 21. He was shooting near a career best on his floater, 48% from two-point range. His career best was 49 Marksman from three, 36%. Just through 29 games, 12 points, 34% from three. Listen to Mike as he reviews his 22-point performance. Well, I'm happy to be back, you know, just, just out there, you know, playing my role. Um, I feel like you know, I'm, I'm in a good place, and I've been in a good place for a while now, just, just waiting for the opportunity again. So um, I just feel like it's going to get better. I think the chemistry will get better with our team, and the more we just play together, the more we just get, get time to, to, to practice and try to get these wins. Unlocking Mike Conley is going to be the thing to follow for the rest of the year. Let's get into the Jazz, Bill Simmons, Apex Mountain. Mind you, that stretch was a lot of fun watching the way that they were playing. And they didn't have Mike Conley playing at his maximum. They didn't even have Mike Conley playing out there for a variety of those games. Royce O'Neal will have to find out how he plays in a secondary role because that's the defensive stopper. He's the guy that has been put on every single best player on the other team. When you need a solution for LeBron, when you have the matchup against Kawhi, against Damian Lillard, it's Royce O'Neal that's usually going to be the guy that Quinn Snyder employs. Now that he's not starting, how are they going to work defensively? What's the scheme going to be? You know, Saturday, it appeared that they threw a lot at Damian Lillard, different looks. None of it worked because nothing's working against Damian right now. And he went off for 51 points. From Kevin Pelton's report in ESPN, according to Elias Sports Bureau, Lillard is the first player in NBA history to average better than 45 points and 10 assists over the six-game span. Six games, he's been unreal. And it hasn't just been that he's gunning. It's that he's shooting 47% or so from three. He's playmaking with all those assists. Half of the assists that he had on Saturday went to Hassan Whiteside, in that 51-12 and 12 game. Since January 17th, every ticking moment has been Lillard time. Utah led by 13 in that first half. After two quarters, though, they trailed by 10 because Dane went for 23. We'll see how the chess match goes when Portland comes to the Viv on Friday. National audience, too, with ESPN. Look beyond the Portland star, Utah star Donovan Mitchell responded after being held to single digits by Torrey Craig. He had 13 points in the first half, ended up with 25. Good response after that single-digit game. He's got quite the load on his shoulders as he gets better at playmaking and better adjusted to being the number one unequivocally. We'll see how it goes. And that partnership with Mike Conley will be huge to spotlight. Coming up, Utah's got Denver. Originally an ESPN game. Got moved off the mothership, so now it's going to be 7 o'clock tip. Nuggets lost to the Pistons last night. 
they were on a brutal stretch. Three games in four nights. They still kept it into overtime, and Jokic delivered his 10th triple-double of the season. Back again with that huge matchup. Gobert against Jokic in that game. I'm looking forward to the rematch because Spiro Didis of TNT, he joined us on the last podcast, got me juiced for this type of battle. You can always catch our interviews. They're archived round ball roundups, a place to go. It reminds me of that Towns-Gobert matchup. Rudy got knocked around by Cat in the game at the Viv, and then he came out the next game guarding him like a wing and shut him down. How's Rudy going to respond? Even after a game where Hassan Whiteside dominated, you know Rudy doesn't want to lose a big man matchup two games in a row. And it's that type of player that'll elevate your game when it comes to Jokic. The way that Denver's playing now is also very impressive. Consider this during the month of January, second day of back-to-backs. Nuggets didn't lose. And coming up on Wednesday... You guessed it, it's going to be the second day of a back-to-back. Tuesday, make sure you catch this one. Denver against Portland. This one's in the Pepsi Center, and we'll see who's available for the Nuggets. That team's a mash unit. They were down three starters during that month. Jamal Murray, Mason Plumley, extended time. Paul Millsap and Michael Porter Jr. are now listed as day-to-day types for Michael Malone. Gary Harris came back as a very versatile guard. You know, last week, Mike Ballone, the coach, he called the victory against the Jazz the biggest of the year. Then they followed it up 24 hours later and beat Milwaukee. They're in a good run. It doesn't matter, apparently, for their second night of a back-to-back. Who will we see for the rest of the year? We'll find out on Thursday, trade deadline. And if you're reading the reports, things are happening. Things are always percolating in the back rooms for these general managers. D'Angelo Russell being pursued heavily, according to reports from The Athletic, by the Minnesota Timberwolves. Robert Covington apparently is on the block. Clint Capella being pursued by the Celtics, according to Adrian Wojnarowski. Things are happening, folks. We'll be on the front lines and reviewing it for you on Friday as well as getting you ready for that matchup against the Trailblazers. And we'll see how well Damian Lillard is still playing at that point. It's upgrade season, silly season, transaction season. We'll see what it brings as after the trade deadline, you've got the buyout market and seeing other ways that teams can upgrade themselves. This is a fun time. NBA center stage. And we'll have you covered on utahjazz.com. Before we go, let's announce it. The winner of the Donovan Mitchell autograph jersey. This was a competition for the podcast. If you subscribe to us, you would be in the running to win this jersey. And we'll continue to do more giveaways as the podcast goes around. Thank you so much for subscribing. Thank you so much for listening. There will be rewards for you for doing that. But the winner of the first Round Ball Roundup giveaway is Jenna Keys. Jenna, thank you so much for taking the time to subscribe on iTunes. You'll be receiving a signed Spida jersey. That does it for this edition. You know the drill. Five stars, nice reviews. That's all I ask of you. I'm JP Chunga, and until next time, bye for now.